Hi, and welcome to the Art of Spiritual Sleep. My name is Wendy Rosenthal, and for the last time this season, I am a co-co-host of the Art of Spiritual Sleep alongside Kabbalistic Sleep and Dream expert Mordecai Ballas and Kabbalistic astrologer Miriam Ashkenazi. Hi, how are you? We're great. Thank you. I feel great. Ready. Ready to rock. (laughs) Ready to rock. Can you believe it? This is the end of our ninth series. It's amazing. It's flown by. We have so enjoyed Miriam being here with us to talk about sleep under the stars. And today's episode, we're going to be focusing on the last sign of the Zodiac, which is Pisces. So for all of you Pisces or Pisces influenced people out there, I know you've been waiting a long time for this, but here we are. We're finally, finally made it. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, we really are excited to have you here. Welcome. The Art of Spiritual Sleep is a podcast that delves deep into the power of your sleep and dreams and how it can really impact your awakened day, elevating you and all that you're doing. And it's discussed through and told by the ancient wisdom of Kabbalah. We really encourage you to stay here with us till the end of the episode when we have two great features. The first one is the language of dreams where Mordecai shares a sleep symbol of the week so that you're able to interpret your own dreams and maybe help those around you interpret theirs as well. Also, we have something to sleep on where, well, this, this series, Miriam Ashkenazi has been giving us amazing, amazing reflections um, and affirmations to help each of the signs um, really elevate their vibration around what their particular energy is and how they can um, transform and, and evolve. So we're very excited uh, for that. Please stick with us. Okay, Pisces. I love Pisceans. They're so wonderful. I love them too. My wife is Pisces. One of my daughters is Pisces. My sister's a Pisces. I have two sisters actually that are Piscean. So I love their energy. So Miriam, tell us about them. Okay. So just as a reminder for our last episode, we're not talking strictly to the Pisces. We're talking to anyone that knows any Pisces or has any sort of influence in their chart. Sometimes you could be a certain sign, but have five planets in a different sign. Or even if you have so many things taking place in the 12th house of your chart, they have strong Pisces energy, for example. Your Tikkun Pisces, past life Pisces, moon in Pisces, all of that has an... Uh, you know, it's going to have a meaning today if you have that strong influence. So Pisces is the last sign of the Zodiac, as we said, last but not least, because we know, you know, the Zodiac is a, a, a wheel, right? It, it comes and goes. And, and as a last sign of the Zodiac, it has a lot of meanings and um, secrets, based on the idea of that location being the last, right? We started with Aries being the first, and Pisces is the last. It's the last water sign. We'll talk about the last in a second. But first of all, from an energetic perspective, oh, I think we lost Mordechai. No, he's, he's, back. he's back. Okay, good. <laughs> so it's a water sign, the last of the water signs. So we know every water sign has to do something with intuition, with sensitivity, emotions. There is that access to this realm that not all the other signs might find easily. So this is Pisces, but this is external. Internally, they are air. So it's the combination Mm. of this water and air together, which makes them very, very intuitive, but also potentially very spiritual. 
So as a last sign of the Zodiac, I like to connect to that uh, idea for a second. You think about everything at the end, every process that we go through in life, at the end, we're, first of all, closer to a new beginning. And we're also ending much more wiser than any other stage in the process. So to a certain degree, this is a little bit what Pisces are. Pisces been there, done that. We're talking about different lifetimes. They're like accumulating a lot of different experiences and they are the closest among the signs to the other world. In other words, we, we call it to the spiritual realm, right? The 99%, the metaphysical. So they have an easy, potentially, an easier access to that realm. And because of that, they are very imaginative and very creative and very um, um, sensitive, compassionate to others. They feel things, they sense things. And this is a powerful uh, position to be so close to, to that place because it also carries strong responsibility that non-spiritual Pisces not going to feel naturally. Because of that access to this world, they... A Pisces that wouldn't push themselves spiritually might fall into the belief that they have where to hide. They don't need to deal. They don't need to manifest. Everything going to be taken care of. It's going to be okay. The light will take care of it, which is true at the end, but we still live in this physical reality and Pisces needs to understand that they have a part in making things ha happen, in manifesting things in this physical reality. So for Pisces to live in that realm and hide in that place and avoid dealing with what's difficult or require change is something they need to push against throughout their life if they want to grow spiritually. And the responsibility for a Pisces would always be, you know, bring from that ability to access this world into this world, help others, help others to connect, be a spiritual um a vehicle to um, to others to evolve, to grow, to ascend, be that force, be that source for the world. This is the responsibility. But again, if they don't push themselves for a spiritual um, journey, for a spiritual evolution, they might find themselves in a very, very uh, lonely place, right? Because they, they that's why it says on all the... Um, traditional literature of astrology that you can find is that they could fall into alcoholism and drugs and any other kind of addictions because sometimes it's hard for them to handle what's going on in the here and now and they find it easier in a different dimension <laughs> and and those things unfortunately um, provide a quick escape so so the idea of not escaping dealing staying bringing from that beautiful quality of accessing the spiritual realm, this emotional, um, empathetic nature and sharing it with the world here. This is something that Pisces definitely needs um, to learn to connect with the most. And I'm sure Mordechai will share with us so much. Pisces are the one that has the greatest access to the dream world. <laughs> right, Mordechai? Right. Yeah. So it's, so. it's very special because... Um, it's like um, two sides to the coin. And I think if I'm not uh, mistaken, the, the symbol of the Pisces is actually two fish 
right? Like swimming uh, in opposite yes. directions. Exactly, right? yes, right. So, um, and maybe Miriam, you can share more about that. Um, but, but from the point of view of sleep, so on one hand, they have, like Miriam said, they have amazing intuition. If they take responsibility, with responsibility comes, it's the ability to respond. That's responsibility, right? Responsibility. With responsibility, when we take responsibility, especially the Pisces, they get abilities, they get gifts that help them to manifest their responsibility, or they're unlocking gifts that they already had uh, inside. Um, I remember, um, I don't remember um, exactly where I heard it, um, but I heard it in the Kabbalah Center, that uh, for many of the Pisces in this lifetime, it's actually their last, um, the last uh, sign, the last, because it's the last sign, it's like the last lifetime, because they already Potentially. Um, experienced, right? Right. right. Because Potentially. they already experienced all the other signs. Right. It's like, um, this is the final, uh, the final niche. So it's really important, and many times you can see it in the Pisces, you can actually see it in their eyes, uh, that they are so deep. And it's like, I've seen it all. Like, why are you already like, sometimes they have issues also with desire, which exactly. we'll get to it now with the energy of sleep. Um, because sleep can also be used for escaping. That's what I was going to ask. I would think, I would think that Pisces <laughs> would use sleep totally as an escape. I, uh -huh. I, got, I right. can see and, that and my, my Pisces the, in my life do. Yeah, that's the double-edged sword, because if you're Pisces, or you have Pisces elements like moon or uh, uh, rising, and you're using your sleep as a form of escape, um, to say the least, you are not going to receive the full benefits of that sleep. So the dreams are going to be, and that's one side of the fish. That's the fish that goes with the stream. That's the fish that just flows goes with the herd. So uh, that's limiting. And that kind of Pisces approach will give the individual dreams that are, um, I would say, a bit um, of escaping, which would be like, it's like an hallucination. It won't be like a dream that is real. It would be like weird stuff. Or like I, can I say something really happen in reality? Mordechai, I'm thinking about the element because they're so, you know, they're ruled by Neptune. And Neptune is also a very spiritual planet, but it's also the planet of illusion. So, you know, they might dream about things that they feel has a strong meaning, but it's a complete illusion. Like so like into that mm -hmm. illusionary, uh, you know, reality. And the other side, if they are igniting desire, if they're igniting excitement throughout the day, if they're igniting desire and excitement about the sleep as a vehicle to manifest, as a vehicle that, you know, like, as the Kabbalists say, in different ways, but one of the ways to say it is, the, the only mile that counts is the extra mile. If you're running a marathon, 
And in the last mile, you quit. And, you know, why, why, did you, why did you go all the way? And many times for Pisces, they might have this feeling like the, the battery is drained. I can't take it anymore. I want to quit. Where is the escape button in this game? And many times they can also fall into low energy, low mood, like not desiring to do anything, even uh, don't wish it for anyone, depression. You know, depression is not something that, uh, you know, of course we don't wish it for anyone, but it's not just one day that an individual is feeling low. And hopefully through this episode, we're actually giving a boost of energy for all of those that need a boost of energy. Um, but it's for those that we all have days that we don't feel so excited or feel so motivated. But we're talking about something that is, uh, for some people, a daily struggle. And um, the idea is that if you manage to overcome and to go above this, and at least to put a fight, because the key is the effort, you'll get the assistance and the dreams will be dreams in level of prophecy for those that have the Pisces influence. But the key is to take responsibility, to inject desire. Obviously, responsibility comes with spirituality here. Responsibility, desire, going against your nature, excitement. So a day that you have Pisces influences and a day that you chose to confront, to speak your mind, to share how you feel, that's a day that you should be getting ready for a night with a, with a level of prophecy. So that's one side of the story, right? Like the consciousness behind it. In terms of preparation uh, for sleep, it's actually, um, <laughs> um, it's more into, it's funny because for many of the signs before, it was about winding down and relaxing. And uh, for the Pisces, they need to do things that get them, get the adrenaline going. But from a positive aspect, we would not recommend to send the Pisces uh, to gamble for the sake of uh, raising the adrenaline or um, um, having a glass of wine or taking uh, something that will um, get you excited externally. We're talking about trying to do activities that are A, connecting you with your inner self, with your purpose, because when Pisces have purpose, even when you ask Pisces for something to share, they can either sh uh, share robotically, which is not something that you would want them to do because then they'll feel resentful or like they feel drained, or they share because they feel it's needed. They feel they bring in value. So if it's a meditation or an exercise, journaling, writing down, whatever it is that they can connect before they go to sleep to their purpose, and to their value that they are bringing, to their unique energy, that by itself, and you know, I guess they need to find what it is that they can do, what works for them, that they can ignite purpose, value, and uh, that they are needed 
That I, would be an amazing preparation for sleep. I think I would add to what you're saying something uplifting. Mm. because right the the yes. nature of the sign like you said you know it's it's low energy low desire and um, maybe sometimes a little bit depressed or unhappy so if it's uplifting they're able to connect to everything that you're just mentioning exactly so um, so that would mean um, like uh, going for or doing at home karaoke like uh, singing songs that you like, um, uh, dance classes, something or even uh, dance with yeah. your spouse, Painting. something that is also yeah connecting to creativity, um, art, drawing, um, you know, even at certain points, but it's not like the most effective. Even watching a movie or something that. Um, is full with the positive energy and a spiritual message like for the world maybe like a documentary or something that is like inspiring story better that is based on a true story because the pisces need a greater connection to truth mm. because otherwise it would say eh, it's not a real story so it's not really like inspiring for me but if you give them something that actually happened and it's inspiring, like, wow, I can also have some of that. You want to give them a taste of the truth, a taste of excitement. And that would be like the, you know, the battery is drained. So you want to give the battery like a shock, <laughs> you know, something that will, uh, um, something that will, um, will reignite uh, the energy. Not recommended to take a bath because um, better like to take a shower before bedtime because the bath, the energy in the bath is the water are still. So if uh, Pisces have like low energy, uh, the water are not going to be as cleansing uh, in terms of the effect, like a shower. So mm. try to avoid uh, uh, activities that actually bring the energy down. Um, because the Pisces, they also have a, a bit of a difficulty in going to sleep sometimes because uh, the energy, they need the rocket to get out of the atmosphere. So many times they'll have dreams that are nightmares or low levels of dreams like natural dreams because they didn't have enough energy in the takeoff so they didn't manage to really go enough above the illusionary realm so they can have the tendency again it's two sides of the of the fish one is deep sleep like you can't really wake them up because it's like potentially escaping and the other one is like so light, so light with the sleep, like uh, anyway, they're not managing to take off so high. So you want to find the middle point, which is being able to go higher and stay deep. So successful sleep for Pisces is that they don't wake up throughout the night. And it's, a, it's really a good seven, eight hours. You know, and I would uh, also recommend 
above the eight hours to put an alarm because above the eight hours physically it's not so recommended um, if they slept throughout the night and also energetically it's like um, going towards the energy of escape yeah all right thank you mordecai that was incredibly insightful and miriam we've been sharing a 72 name that is appropriate for each um sign during the series what is the 72 name that pisces might want to meditate on before they go to sleep or anytime during the day yeah <laughs> so it's funny because it says in, in again i'm mentioning the rav's book uh kabbalistic astrology the rav says revealing what is concealed is a true work for for pisces so there is a specific combination for that consciousness from the 72 names, it's in page 132, which is all about revealing the concealed. And it's Mem Yud Chaf, right? To, to, to help to be in a state of revelation rather than hiding, escaping, avoiding, uh, revealing also all the secrets and all the excess that we spoke about in the beginning. So that's energy that Pisces want to awaken constantly in their life so they can have the power to do it. Yeah. yeah, and it's interesting, you know, because when I think about Pisces, I think actually about more than even one name that will match them uh, for them, you know, like even the name for excitement and passion or right. casting yourself in a favorite, in a favorable light because right. sometimes they feel um, like they don't believe in themselves. They don't believe they can do it. Right. You know? It's interesting, right? Because... Um, it's very important to distinguish because there are some Pisces that I call them the spicy tuna because um, <laughs> they have some Aries elements. Like All they're right. born... It says one, it, like, the shark. Right, the sharks. So you will see, like don't get confused, okay? Because you will see uh, that these kind of people are very successful in business, uh, they're very sharp. Uh, they um, like externally. They are. Uh, they don't like. They they won't allow you to step on them. But internally, they are mushy, right? They are like very like it's like Pisces inside, and externally it's like spicy. Like uh, stay away, right? So for those people, they need to find. Um, um, more of a, and it's an interesting discussion. I mean, because there are other signs that are on the cusp, um, but this one is very, um, very extreme, relatively. Um, that they they need to find a balance between uh, activities that are igniting the energy for the sleep and winding down from the day because during the day they are fire and during the the just before the night it's like they're water so they need to find like to be able to have fire during the night and water during the day to balance it out so to be in touch with their emotions and being sensitive to people and feel the other person throughout the day and before they go to sleep, inject excitement for the sleep, inject desire, remind yourself your purpose, right? So those, this is for those that are 
on the cusp of Pisces, Aries, or they have the combination. And if you are one that is listening and watching, uh, and it's something else like um, Virgo Leo, or um, like there's like few ones that are like in the middle, just see, you know, I would say to watch the previous episodes that are related to this and find how during the day you can be one energy and during the night you can, the preparation, you can be the other energy. I would also mention for Pisces specifically, because it's very much connected to what you're saying, that many people are born in a leap year. And when you are born, you probably want to find out if you were born in a leap year or not, because if you are born in a leap year, we know that in the Kabbalistic calendar, the month of Pisces is the double month. And if you were born on the second month of Pisces, you might have a lot of Aries energy, like you're saying, right? So it's something worth checking in your, with your own teacher, in your own chart, because, you know, then, then you're probably more on the side of the more energetic uh, driven Pisces, uh, and it's not a coincidence that if you were if if you were born on a second month of Pisces, which can be Aries on the Gregorian calendar as well. So it's an interesting combination. I was going to just ask before we head into the end of the the episode with with our features. Is there anything that either of you want to share any last bit of information about how astrology and sleep and dreams interconnect? Is there anything else you want to just say at the end? Maybe not, but I just thought I'd ask. Mm, good question. Mordechai, do you have anything? <laughs> I put you on the spot. Yeah, I think, you know, first of all, uh, keep in mind that uh, we are all, um, as we mentioned before, several times we all affected by all the signs even though though let's say in my chart my birth my natal chart i don't have let's say any water in my chart and um, as far as i remember uh, and but i have people in my life that are water signs so it's very important to understand that we are influenced by all the signs of the zodiac, whether we are aware of it or not. And also, like our chart is also progressing as the time go, goes by. We also have other elements that are entering our lives. So we might have periods of time that we are more emotional, more sensitive, or even more cold, more in the head, more in the heart. So just to keep in mind, you know, um, uh, that's one thing. And the second thing is really to, and I hope, I desire, I don't hope, I desire in the name of Pisces, uh, that really uh, we internalize all of us the importance of the Kabbalistic astrology as a, as a vehicle, as a tool to manifest your, your energy. Because when you look at life, I would say life can be divided to two parts. One is finding why are you here, and the second part is manifesting it. Unfortunately, the majority of humanity, by the time they find out, if they find out why they're here, they don't have enough time before they need to uh, check out the rental, 
they don't have enough time to manifest what they found out. So the Kabbalistic astrology offers us, I would say almost like a shortcut to already get your uh, to-do list of why you're here. And then you have more time to manifest it. Now, if you are uh, in the already like in the golden years, um, it's not a depressing message. It's actually encouraging message that you are hearing this right now because from the point of view of the force of creation, you can do with this message right now what you're supposed to do. So my advice, my recommendation is um, use this vehicle not only to improve your sleep, but in general to improve every aspect of your life and make the leap which is like already jumping, a quantum jump to your next level of where, okay, let's manifest. Now I know what I need to do. I can imagine, uh, I, I don't think I perceive how many years of searching the Kabbalistic astrology has saved me in my journey. And I did relatively in the beginning of my spiritual journey with the Kabbalah Center. And uh, the Kabbalistic astrology has um, an additional depth that, um, not to put down any, any other astrology uh, aspect, but it just doesn't exist in that level of depth in other forms of astrology. This is the, the reality as it is. Um, so my advice, really take it to the next level. Use the Kabbalistic astrology as a vehicle to improve your sleep and to improve every single aspect of your life because you deserve it. You deserve it. Why wait? Thank you, Mordecai. It's very powerful. Really. I couldn't have said it better myself. And Miriam, do you want to add anything or no? Um, <laughs> okay. No, no, I'm thinking there was one thing I wanted to add to what Mordechai mentioned, not about the importance of Kabbalistic astrology. I agree with every word, obviously, <laughs> as a Kabbalistic astrologer. But for your comment before, also important to mention that we are also every month influenced by external energies, which are also the, the energies of the signs. So if currently is the month of Leo, or the month of Virgo, all the messages that we shared regarding that specific sign is relevant for this time of the year. So it's powerful to take advantage of all the tips that we gave. Also, not just according to your sign, but according to the timeline, to this specific month of the year. Yeah. That's a great point. I'm really glad you brought that up. Thank you. Thank you, Miriam. Sure. Okay, so let's talk the language of dreams, Mordecai. What's the sleep symbol of the week? So um, Miriam channeled it for us. It's a, <laughs> the symbol of the week is fog. Uh, when you see a fog in, in the dream, uh, when you see fog in your dream, um, it's very simple, very straightforward, um, which is the energy of uh, lack of clarity. So it depends where you see the fog, right? If it's like, let's say, someone sees the fog in the workplace. Uh, by the way, it's very also similar to smoke. Not exactly the same, but it's very similar because the smoke is also smoke and mirrors 
right? It's also like there's a veil. So it depends on where you see the, uh, uh, the fog, which you can be also be on, like you're on a mountain and you experience it in nature. Um, that represents the area or the scenario in your life that you are lacking clarity. And one of the greatest Kabbalists that ever lived, Rav Ashlag, the founder of the Kabbalah Center in 1922, uh, shares with us that if you want to get more clarity, and a fog in the dream is a sign for that, and Pisces, Pisces have the tendency uh, to be vague or not to be enough in touch with who they can be and either not to be clear with themselves or even with others, right? Like um, classic Pisces, uh, if they want you to turn on the AC, they will tell you um, it's a bit hot here. Like they will not say it necessarily directly. <laughs> uh, because they don't want they don't want to ask right so it's being vague not everyone is psychic not everyone has the psychic abilities to oh you want me to turn on the ac right so Rav Ashlag says that when you want to inject more clarity to your life find areas or things in your life that you do have clarity and by focusing on them like attracts like, you will draw more clarity to your life. So you draw more clarity through the area or, or tool that you are clear about. Like for example, I have clarity about a certain meditation that I know every time I do it, it works. Whether it's the Anabekoach, which is a very powerful Kabbalistic meditation, or the Zohar, the main text of Kabbalah, which is a great me meditation tool as well. So when I use it, I can direct the light of clarity that I'm drawing to the area or scenario that I don't have clarity in. So when you have a dream like that, you want to use something that you are clear about to direct that energy, to funnel it to the area that you're not clear about. If it's in nature, it means that you are not clear about your nature. You're not clear about your uh, journey, your purpose, your direction. You need to be more in touch with yourself. If it's in work, it's clarity in work. If it's in a, um, in a conversation with a in a relationship with someone, uh, it's more clarity to the relationship um, and so on. And it sounds like this is one of those direct symbols. It's pretty, it's like, yeah, it's very simple, very direct. It's one of the very few that I would say um, you can uh, interpret it yourself. Yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very, very, it's very around some weird thing. Great. <laughs> I like those. We yeah, don't get like those very often. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great. Okay. Well, thank you, Mordechai. And Miriam, do you mind giving us something to sleep on with your beautiful affirmations for the sign of I Pisces? I would love to. <laughs> okay. Um, just to mention one more sentence that, that Rav Berg is summarizing the energy that we just discussed before we do these affirmations. Pisces need to be reminded that the reason for being here is to manifest the light. And that without action, no light can be revealed. So that's 
that's as a summary for some of our points today. And as the daily, as the affirmation, let's begin. I'm ready to confront my fears, others, issues in my life. I take an action towards transformation. My desire is growing every day. I desire more for humanity. I see what's need to be done and I take an action. I am independent. I have nothing to hide. I am happy and I bring happiness to others. And that's it. Beautiful. You know, this has been such an amazing journey. I really want to thank you, Miriam. I know that Mordecai probably will echo this as well, but um, I think that you have brought so much dimension and depth to the art of spiritual sleep to our listeners. I've learned so, so happy much. With yeah, I've learned so much. And I really feel like even in the short period of time that and the condensed amount of information that we're sharing, it's something that people really are going to take away and be able to elevate their sleep, their dreams and their lives as well. So thank you so much for joining us this season and all the work you put into it. It's very much appreciated. Yeah, it was a lot in the making. I think we, well, we worked on it like for six months or so, right? Like back and forth. Trying to right. get it together. Uh, to manifest it. Yes. <laughs> a lot so, to put together. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. And for uh, for those of you who are interested in having a, an astrological chart with Miriam, you can visit Kabbalah.com under the guidance section. And in that there is an astrology section. You can find Miriam there and book directly uh, a chart reading with her. Um, I'll say it again, because it's worth repeating. Her chart readings are so deep and meaningful and life-changing. So I highly recommend it. Also, if you're interested in a, um, a dream interpretation with Mordecai, you can also visit Kabbalah.com under guidance section. And there you will find uh, a, a form that you can fill out. that's very interactive that will help um, help guide you to the best dream interpretation for yourself. Otherwise you can reach out to Mordecai at dreams at Kabbalah.com. You can also um, have a one-on-one -on -one session with Mordecai. If you want to really focus on something about your sleep and dreams um, very specifically, and you can reach out to him at art of spiritual sleep at Kabbalah.com for that information. Remember, we are on uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and on all of our social media platforms. We have every something to sleep on, all of our sleep symbols of the week and our archive shows. So we encourage you to go there to like, subscribe, share, give us your comments, visit all, us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. We just really want to ensure that every single person in this world has the opportunity to elevate their sleep and dreams so that their awakened day can be elevated as well. Because when that happens, we know the world is going to be a better place. So thanks again, the two of you, for an amazing uh, series as we come to the close of this series. We're going to take a little bit of a break. Um, we have some very exciting plans for our Series 10, and we need some planning time for that. So check out our social media pages to see when that uh, series will be launched. But during that time, 
we really want to encourage you to go back and listen to some of our older episodes, like remind yourself. It's a lot of information and we've covered so much in the last nine seasons that, uh, you know, you might want to just start at the beginning and find out where it all, remind yourself where it all starts. So we'll look forward to seeing you in a few weeks. Thank you. Thank you, Miriam. Thank you, Wendy. And good night, everyone. And sleep tight. Bye-bye.